0: Good morning and welcome to Sunday Mass at St. Patrick's Cathedral. Today is the sixth Sunday in Ordinary Time and the celebrant for this Mass is the Archbishop of New York, Timothy Cardinal Dolan. You can download the worship program for this Mass on your smartphone or other device at www.stpatrickscathedral.org slash live. All of the hymns for this Mass can be found in the St. Michael hymnal located in your pews And as we begin our Mass, we invite you to rise and to join in singing our entrance hymn number 749 in the hymnal. Number 749, sing praise to God who reigns above.
1: Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Peace be with you. And welcome, welcome to Sunday Mass here at uh, America's Parish Church, St. Patrick's Cathedral. Uh, we're, we're glad that uh, people are with us at home on the Catholic Faith Network, and the Catholic Channel, Satellite Radio 129, and our own live stream. It's good to have their company, as well as all of you. Father, George Sears, our vocation director, is here with a good number of young men who were seriously, seriously uh, considering a vocation to the priesthood, as well as some of our own college seminarians. So we're, we're always thrilled that they're here. That we might offer this holy sacrifice of the Mass the more worthily. We call to mind our sins. We ask for the unfailing mercy of Jesus. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us all to life everlasting. <clears throat> Teach us that you abide in hearts that are just and true. Grant that we may be so fashioned by your grace as to become a dwelling pleasing to you. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever.
2: Reading from the book of Sirach. If you choose, you can keep the commandments, they will save you. If you trust in God, you too shall live. He has set before you fire and water. To whichever you choose, stretch forth your hand. Before man are life and death, good and evil. Whichever he chooses shall be given him. Immense is the wisdom of the Lord. He is mighty in power and all-seeing. The eyes of God are on those who fear him. He understands man's every deed. No one does he command to act unjustly. To none does he give license to sin. The word of the Lord.
1: Thanks be to God.
3: Blessed are they who follow the law of the Lord.
2: reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Brothers and sisters, we speak of wisdom to those who are mature, not a wisdom of this age, nor of the rulers of this age who are passing away. Rather, we speak God's wisdom, mysterious, hidden, which God predetermined before the ages for our glory, and which none of the rulers of this age knew or if they had known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. But as it's written, what eye has not seen and ear has not heard, and what has not entered the human heart, what God has prepared for those who love him, this God has revealed to us through the Spirit. For the Spirit scrutinizes everything, even the depths of God.
1: Lord, be with you. And with your spirit.
4: A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew.
1: Glory to you, Lord.
4: Jesus said to his disciples, I tell you, unless the righteous surpasses that of the scribes and Pharisees, you will not enter the kingdom of heaven. You have heard that it was said to your ancestors, you shall not kill, and whoever kills will be liable to judgment. But I say to you, whoever is angry with his brother will be liable to judgment. You have heard it said, you shall not commit adultery. But I say to you, everyone who looks at a woman with lust has already committed adultery with her in his heart. Again, you have heard that it was said to your ancestors, do not take a false oath, but make good to the Lord all that you vow. But I say to you, Do not swear at all. Let your yes mean yes, and your no mean no. Anything more is from the evil one. The Gospel of the Lord.
1: Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Well, everybody, I just, uh, the other day, I just got back from a soul-enriching pilgrimage to the Holy Land with 30 wonderful people from this archdiocese. It's said, and I can tell you it's true, that once you visit the Holy Land, uh, you never hear the Gospels proclaimed in the same way. They kind of take on more spice and more pizzazz and more reality. That's true for me this morning as I would listen to Jesus continuing what we call his sermon on the Mount. See, in the Holy Land, well, there's a lot of hills and there's a lot of mountains where sacred things have happened. Two, two of the more famous ones would be Mount Sinai, and the Mount of Beatitudes, you know them. Mount Sinai, of course, is where Moses gave the people the law from God, crystallized into what we know as the 10 Commandments, right? And the Mount of Beatitudes is where Jesus, who in many ways is the new Moses, gave his people the Sermon on the Mount crystallized in those eight Beatitudes that we just heard a couple weeks ago at Sunday Mass. Both, both Mount Sinai and Mount of Beatitudes, Jesus considered essential. Remember he says, I have not come to abolish the law, but to fulfill it. What Jesus, the second Moses did was kind of to uh, expand the law given Moses on Mount Sinai to even elaborate it further, to extend its moral implications, see? I know it's kind of an oversimplification, oversimpl- but the law of Moses on Mount Sinai was clearly what God does not want us to do. Thou shalt not, as the commandments have it. While the message of Jesus on the Mount of Beatitudes is what he wants us to do, both are essential in our lives as followers of the God revealed on both Mount Sinai and the Hill of Beatitudes. Think about it, we got examples, see, in the Gospel this morning, don't we? Mount Sinai, Jesus reminds us, teaches thou shalt not kill. Boy, that's for sure. I wish we were obeying that one in the troubled, violent world in which we live. But on the Mount of Beatitudes, Jesus beckons us a bit further reminding us that even such things as anger and revenge and spite and harming others can be murderous as well. Jesus is asking more from us. He invites us uh, not just to avoid killing, but to be agents of charity and respect. How about another example? Mount Sinai forbids adultery. Still very true, Jesus claims, as he repeats that injunction. But he proposes purity of heart, a life of loving fidelity to our husband, or wife, never tarnished by mental lust for another. How about another example? Moses on Mount Sinai says no to false oaths and promises that are void of commitment. Jesus, the new Moses on the hill of beatitude, encourages beyond that to lives of honor, integrity, meaning what we say and saying what we mean. See what's going on here? While affirming Moses on Mount Sinai, Jesus calls us further. Not only does he say to avoid hate, but act with love. Not just being content with not lying, all right, but to have a goal of only speaking fairly and honestly and truthfully. Not just avoiding killing one another, you bet, but to treat one another with reverence and dignity. From, Jesus says, from a, or calls us from kind of a satisfaction with never cheating on our wife or husband, good enough, to a life where even deep down inside, We never even think of it, all right? Never would we commit, never would we have lustful thoughts about another but our husband or wife. You get it? It almost seems as if Jesus is telling us as he did his disciples on the Mount of Beatitudes, I expect more out of you. Not committing sin is sure required for a step, he explains, but I expect more out of you. I call you to virtue and goodness. That's what he expects of us. To obey the law of Moses, the commandments of Mount Sinai, boy, that's tough enough, isn't it? But to embrace that summons of Jesus and Mount Beatitude is downright heroic. But then again, Jesus expects more out of us. Over Christmas, I um, I got a card from a woman with whom I had grown up in the parish back in Baldwin, Missouri. Boy, she came from a great family. I. I always liked her and she really took her Catholic faith seriously. But I read in her Christmas card that she was getting more and more helpless because of advanced MS. Oh, so I called her, I called her to let her know of my concern. And in our conversation, she told me somberly that she was no longer practicing her faith. The faith in which both of us had been raised. Well, why? I asked her, suggesting that now more than ever, she needed the consolation of her faith. So she told me, she said, well, here's how it is. The neighbors on one side of me have no religion, I'm aware of, I never see him go to church. I never hear him talking about faith or God. And yet, their teenage boy comes over to shovel the sidewalk when it snows without me even asking and without expecting any money. The mom never goes to the store without checking in, see if I need anything. The husband tells me Whenever you need a ride to the doctor, let me know. Now she said, the neighbors on the other side of me, well, I know they're Catholics. I used to see them all the time at the parish for Sunday mass when I was able to go. They've never even called to see how I'm doing. That's why I left. Hmm. Now I could try to argue her out of that and I did. But really what it came down to is she expected more from her Catholic neighbors and so does Jesus. Today's Lincoln's birthday, right? Remember um, one of his great, in one of his greater speeches He called us to be attentive to the better angels in our life. Uh, He said, you know, we could be attentive to the bad ones, and we often are, but we need to be attentive and to obey the better angels in our life. I think Jesus would agree. Jesus Wants us, to use another analogy for today, not just Lincoln's birthday. Jesus wants us not just to avoid defeat or go for a tie during the regular season. He wants us to win the Super Bowl.
4: For our Holy Father, Pope Francis, for our shepherd, Timothy Cardinal Dolan, for all bishops, priests, deacons, and religious, and those who guide us in faith, that they may be holy and effective in their mission to draw all people to Christ, let us pray to the Lord. For peace among nations, and for those suffering the effects of war, especially in Ukraine, we pray to the Lord.
1: Lord, hear our prayer
4: that married couples may work to nurture their marriage through good times and bad, and in sickness and health. Becoming a sign of Christ's selfless love, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For persons affected by the recent earthquake in Turkey and Syria, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For all of our beloved dead, that they may enjoy the fullness of
1: eternal life. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. We ask the powerful intercession of Mary, our mother, of St. Joseph, her spouse, of St. Patrick, our patron, as we make these and all of our prayers through Christ our Lord, Pray now, my friends, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, our Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice for the praise and glory
0: of the name, for our benefit of all the Holy Church.
1: May this oblation, O Lord, we pray, cleanse and renew us. And may it become for those who do your will the source of eternal reward through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks. Lord, Heavenly Father, Almighty and Eternal God, for when your children were scattered afar by sin, through the blood of your Son and the power of the Holy Spirit, you gathered them again to yourself that a people formed as one by the unity of the blessed Trinity, made the very body of Christ and the temple of the Holy Spirit, might, to the praise of your wisdom, be manifest as your church. And so in company with the choirs of angels and saints of heaven, we now praise you and with joy proclaim, this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice and once again giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples saying, take this all of you and drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood
0: Please join in singing our communion hymn, number 609 in the hymnal. Number 609, Let All Mortal Flesh Keep Silence.
1: Let us pray. Having fed upon this heavenly bread, we pray, O Lord, that we may always long for that food by which we may live eternally. Through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you
4: with your spirit. Through
1: the intercession of our Blessed Mother, the Mother of the Church, the intercession of St. Patrick uh, in this cathedral, an archdiocese dedicated to him. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Go in peace, glorifying the Lord
4: by your lives. Thanks be be to God.
1: Please join in singing
0: our recessional hymn number 612 in the hymnal. Number 612, Let All Things Now Living.